cutting it. Okay. So, Todd, I, I wanted to do a little addendum to our masturbation episode only because there was a question towards the end that I couldn't remember. Oh, okay. And then I remembered it after we stopped recording and I'd already gone home. Okay. Which is that, so as it relates to masturbation uh-huh. uh, and uh, your theology, uh-huh. why is it so easy for you to come here on my show and talk about masturbation and yet you can't confess to your priest? Um, well, a couple things, if it makes sense. Um, so like, let's say, let's say I went to our home parish, Mm -hmm. like every Saturday when they have confession available. Yes. And I confess it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, 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 uh, first of all, I would want it closed, you know, screened. I wouldn't want to say this face to face because he knows me as an usher and stuff. And I wouldn't want to say that I... Do you really think that screen actually conceals your identity? I saw this one video when I was doing research early on in the show about Catholicism from Breaking the Habit, where the where the guy who runs that channel was completely honest. Like, yeah, I compl- if I if you're one of the people that visits me regularly, of course I know who you are. That's the the screen is just kind of there as a veil. It's not literal. It, by voice, though, or by... By voice, also, yeah. too, probably by shape. Maybe it's not that great shading. Because uh, he was saying the important thing, the most important part is that he can't tell other people. So it's kind of irrelevant. Oh, it's almost kind of like security theater or privacy theater. Exactly. In this regard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Um, <laughs> that doesn't help me, does it? Um, I mean, I understand, but it makes sense, though. But... Um, well, so, but I feel like if I went constantly, then maybe would it, I mean, would he eventually start asking questions like, or maybe he wouldn't be judgmental, but I mean, if he realizes like it's the same guy coming in every week and it's the usher too saying he's. Was there ever a point where you were coming in and confessing it often? Not that often. Like it, w- it, would ne- it was never like every week or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a couple months every every couple of months at one point years ago. But, um, but then the other thing that turned me off. So, so that's one mm-hmm. is like, cause the priest knows me and it would be kind of embarrassing to keep coming in for that. But I know he can't say anything, but still, you know, that he, that he knows that it's me and whatnot. But then, you know, like the last time when I went to a priest, I didn't know at a parish I wasn't familiar with or, or hadn't been to that parish in many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having the response that I did there, right, where it was kind of judged more, right? So where, that, where you're told, uh, and, and I'll never forget this, that uh, um, that taking Eucharist in mortal sin, such as having masturbated, is uh, equivalent to spitting in the face of Christ? Right, <laughs> right. So I had never had, like, a visceral reaction like that before, and that kind of turned me off. Like, I don't want to have that experience you know, every time. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... But yeah. you see the logical fallacy, though, if your religion is true, right? So if we take the premise that your religion is true, uh-huh. then these other things shouldn't matter. The most important thing that should matter is that you're spitting in the face of Christ every time you eat the Eucharist when you haven't confessed your sins. Right, right. Um, so you see the logical fallacy from my perspective is not that you are doing things which are illogical. Everything about religion is illogical to me. It's that you're, it's that if you're, uh, 
the internal logic is inconsistent. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess it would be technically. But I did read an article a while back. Um, it was a, I guess it was a young adult woman, or I don't know if she was a teen or not. But she was talking about, and she was Catholic, mm-hmm. and, the, and she was saying that she has struggled with masturbation um, for a long time. And I don't know if how she... I don't know if she talked about confession specifically, but she did talk about, like, you know, over and over and over, right, and feeling like you can't get out of it, I guess. But uh, somehow she did overcome it, I guess, and was able to to stop. Um, but, um, yeah. So, so I, what I assume then is that she either had to keep going back over and over and over, or maybe she did stop going to confession for a while. I'm not sure, but... Um, but have you, ever, have you ever considered that if you went to confession every week, at some point you would stop? Possibly. <laughs> um, I mean, it is part of the problem that I kind of don't want to. I mean, or that's part of me doesn't want to. But then I know that I, it's a contradiction, and I'm unjustified. Okay, so one criticism, right? Like a kind of term that was invented, I think, by the right. Yeah. Kinda, maybe it has. Maybe it was. Maybe it has liberal origins. I don't know. But is the, you know, a criticism people have of, of like, you know, things on social media that are considered to be left-leaning uh-huh. is that they are virtual sign- virtue signaling, which is true. There actually is, is a truth to that, right? But then where it's false, though, is accusing the other side of just virtual, virtue signaling. It, it's funny because I've used I usually hear the right accuse the left of no that's like, no that's oh, what that's, I'm what that's what you're saying yes okay. that's what I'm saying that it was a term that was invented I think by the right oh. to accuse you know liberals of just doing things for virtual signaling which is okay. a, which is in one sense true but uh, um, but the philosophical flaw with that though assumes that everything that you do isn't some form of virtue signaling yeah. Well, well, the, the the question is, do you do the action to do that only, or are you still trying to do it genuinely for self-improvement or societal improvement or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. But then, of course, there's also the two, like, when, you know, when you do it genuinely, of course, you know, you have no choice but to virtual signal. It, yeah, I mean, it, that's part of a, like, if it's public, it's going to, you know, that's what happens, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh, so to me, though, it seems, though, that like so in one sense, we could say that you're just too afraid to virtue signal your your Catholic values by confessing uh, your truth each week. I guess so. Um, but then would sorry, would my dad though also wonder, like, why am I going to confession every week? Well, so oh, oh I'm, I completely fucked this up. So, no, what I mean, though, to say is that was completely wrong. Oh. It's not that you going to confession every week would be virtue signaling, although actually it would. No, it's that you virtue signal to to your father and the rest of the community that you are not in a uh, in a state of mortal sin. You know, you virtue signal to them that everything's good. Oh. And that you should also be good. You know, you should be a good Catholic like me and not have to go to confession. Wait, wait what do you mean? Oh, that, so essentially, though, you don't want to stop virtue signaling that, like, hey, Dad, everything's okay. That's why I'm not going to confession. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> I'm a good Catholic. I yeah yeah you're right yeah by not going I'm I'm implying that I'm good yeah when I'm not 
So that's a problem. Yeah, and then he sends that signal out to other Catholics, and they think, like, oh, he's a good Catholic. I guess I got to live up to that guy, too. Oh, boy. And they stop going to confession and stop confessing their sins as often. Oh. <laughs> and then what the, the ultimate fear would be, like, what if one day, you know, I get called out, and it's like, that's, that's. You know, I don't think that would happen, but what if it did, and then everyone realizes that I'm not? Only if you die before me. And then you're going to, like, say it at my eulogy, like, yeah. Well, just, well, just if so you, you it, know. Oh, well, I'm going to say, if you really want to remember, insert real name here, if you really want to remember him, you can remember him as Todd the Virgin. <laughs> a kinky caption convos. And then, like, say, like, the websites and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, which, yeah, I just turned, like, your eulogy into <laughs> into an advertisement for the show. Yeah. Yes, which you can find on all major podcast players, such as Apple, uh, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. If you come see me after the eulogy, I'll have pamphlets. Yeah, which, by the way, too, I've told my friend Emma that my only motivation to, to live, uh, to possibly outlive her, uh, um, is because uh, I, I told her this whole other thing about how, like, you know, uh, statistically speaking, in terms of having to deal with being alone and having no friends, odds are in uh, odds are in my favor that it's not going to be me. I'm going to die before you. Oh, because because to, to women said that. Yes, yeah, because women generally live longer. Right. But then I told her that the one saving grace she has, though, is that I my goal is to live longer than you, so that when you die, I can make sure they put Todd the Virgin on your tombstone. <laughs> Yeah, because if you die while your family's still around, they're not going to let me do that. Oh, yeah. So the goal is to, you know, get you to a point where, you know, you're all alone. There's no one else uh, left that cares about you except for maybe me and Celsius. Uh-huh. Then you die. And and I tell them, like, well, he he really wanted Todd the Virgin on his tombstone. That was his <laughs> final wish. Dying breath. <laughs> and then you tell people about it. Yes. I mean, maybe at that point they'll have like um, they'll have uh, uh, smart headstones. You know, it's it'll be like a it'll be like a tablet, but it's it's a headstone. Oh, and it like shows an image of the person. Yeah, and then you know I'll install on there. I'll install. Uh, I'll download and and upload all the uh, <laughs> the episodes you're on, and they people can just sit there at the tombstone <laughs> listening to to you talk. And that will be like what I'm remembered for. Yeah. And, oh. then, and then some people will, will start rumors saying that he's still down there jerking off. <laughs> like every every part of you is rotted away, but your like penis is still perfectly preserved. <laughs> you're, you're just you know there's there are just rumors that your your uh, skeleton your skeleton is just still jerking off, <laughs> never but never able to ne- never able to orgasm. <laughs> That's all. There's no prostate or testicles. <laughs> oh my word! Um, and so, like, if they ever like have to move the the gravestone or the tomb, I mean the uh, the 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 coffin, and then they open it, and 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 my skeleton is still doing that. Yes. <laughs> Just twenty four seven. Oh my gosh! Oh boy! Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, so still committing error even in my death 
wonder if anyone's ever been buried with all their sex toys. You know how, like, you know, when children die, they, like, bury them with all their toys and stuff like that? And Oh, yeah. And I want to see if there's ever been, like, someone who was, like, really into kink that, like, they, they were buried with all their sex toys, you know? Like, you, you dig them up and it's like there's a, uh, why is there a, a butt plug next to the pelvis? <laughs> It, it seems like there was, wasn't there a, a, a little clip of a podcast or something, like a radio show? It's like three people and there's a woman and two guys or something. And the woman was saying, like, if if ever, like, I died alone or something and she explains. I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I, I don't even, yeah, I would have trouble finding it. But I, I felt like there was something. Yeah, a podcast with two men and a woman. That's not a very good description. It, that, that, it's that's, too are you are you sure you're not thinking of the episode we recorded with uh, with August? <laughs> no, no, it was it was something else. It was one of those ones where they animate it, you know, the little clip. But I, I it's too hard to f- figure out. But mm. anyway, but something about she said like, if I if I'm dead, she's I don't remember what she said. Bury my sex toys or b- burn my sex toys. I don't remember what she said. I don't remember. It's, I don't have enough information, but. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, but oh, oh, actually, can I tie it in though? Because mm-hmm. legacy is important to me for some reason. Should I, is this a reason to, you know, have a, like restart my blog or continue my blog where I write little short stories or something? so that I have some kind of constructive legacy to leave in the event of my death in some kind of horrible, fiery car crash that came out of nowhere. Uh, I mean, I guess. I, I mean, I don't want to say anything that would discourage you from doing that, but I would also say that you should do that more for yourself than leaving behind a legacy. Right, right. Okay. You know, you know, if I, like, died and then all of my credit card stuff got canceled, this show is going to be pulled off the Internet. Because then no one's going to be paying for the feed. Oh. So I'm not concerned with legacy in the slightest. Oh, but your blog, though, if, if that's can still... Can be taken down by Google. It, it can be taken down by Google. You know, you know I'm, this I'm is... in the process of moving all my stuff to New Tumble right now. I I know I talked about a l- this a little bit on my uh, on our uh, bonus uh, post-masturbation episode, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, now that now that the blog is gone, and, oh wait, no, I actually didn't talk about that. I'm a little little scared that Blogger might delete, or more specifically, Google might delete my blog. Oh, on Blogger, right, right. But but you've already moved stuff off, right? Uh, I'm still in the or process. Copy. I'm moving all the old stuff right now into a queue, and then I'm releasing like five captions a day on my new Tumble account. But anyways, okay. get, getting back though to the main thing, though, why we're here for this bonus episode? Yeah, so we don't run too long. Okay. Like we did last time. Easy we, for me to do. Yeah. Non sequiturs. Is, uh, you, you know, so at the end of the day, though, so how am I supposed to assume that Catholicism is real if you can't, if you can't do the easiest thing and go to confession for masturbation? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, is it is it just that I'm an example of, you know, someone that has been absorbed by some kind of a problem, whether it's an addiction or whatever you want to call it, but I'm I'm just kind of I've fallen into a a crevice of issues. 
Like, in other words, the Catholicism is not working just because I'm kind of embedded into a... <laughs> Are you sure it's not that you aren't being Catholic enough? That That's the problem? It could be that. Um, or am I too nonconformist? Uh... I don't know, but well, this was, was this was interesting insight though as to as to why why are you still not or I get more specific yes why aren't you able to confess masturbation? I guess there's no no further further plunging these depths unless you have something new to add. Well, well, did anyone have any comments about that episode or uh, no or or just verbally no okay okay or what did Emma say or or any of those. None, none told me anything about that episode either. Okay, okay. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to solve it. I mean, it's kind of a quandary. Um, I mean, in theory, if I ever were to get married and got over that hump, do you think it would stop then finally? Because in theory, if, it, if we both have a fairly high sex drive, we're yeah, able to Yeah, that's what I was about to say, is that it assumes that your wife is going to want it as often as you do. If she doesn't, we might have a problem again. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't want to say uh, say too much to get us off topic, but uh, he and I had a had a discussion off mic, and we were talking about what a woman is like after birth. And you know, he was like, "What do you mean I have to wait about forty days until I can go back in there?" I didn't realize that. And, and like, what exactly is the issue? Like, are the what do you mean? What is the issue? I mean. I mean, I, I don't want Okay, wanna... let's stick a football up your ass <laughs> and then have you shit it back out. And then you tell me, and then I'll ask you, what's the issue? I, I, all I did was stick a football up there. It was egg-shaped. I could have stuck a basketball up there. But no, I, I made it easy on you, and I stuck a football up there, and then you shat it back out. What is the problem? So, so not to be too TMI, but I guess I have to be, but... The 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 oh, the vaginal opening is going to be very, like, s- s- you know, kind of open or spread. Yes, it does. But you don't think you don't think that when you put something the size of a football through that, that it could use some recovery time. <laughs> I guess that yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Um, that's unfortunate for the woman. And also for the man, because the man has to wait now, and then the woman is kind of uncomfortable for a while. Obviously. Also, I'm pretty sure she's busy taking care of the child. Well, I guess that's, yeah, I guess the newborn. But I guess if you do have the time, why not pegging? Oh, yeah. Well, that would be a way to do it, right? I, I didn't expect you to agree with that. <laughs> but all the church wouldn't like that. Cause also, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I mean, I don't know what... It probably might not be the best area to, given the way that strap-ons are put on. Still, you know, I, I don't know what a, entirely what a woman is like after birth, but mm, maybe not. Maybe not so much having the leg and pelvic pelvic energy for a strap-on. Oh, maybe that's just a joke. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe only. Yeah. Oh boy, I am. A, I am such a uh, heretic, aren't I? Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs>